and you wonder why you never get a result. So, in this week's episode of Conversations with an Investor, we go into why people fail when they set themselves a challenge. Now, this came about because I'm building something uh, behind the scenes. Uh, we're going to build a community and this community is going to be a temple, a place where if you feel that you've got more in you, if you feel that you've got a bit more potential and you feel a little bit stuck, this is going to be the the temple where it's uh, we're going to go and squeeze that out of you. We're going to f- go looking. We're going to find out how much you've got in there. But part of the process of building a community is you've got to ask yourself some questions about why. Because let's face it, let's be honest, there's lots of uh, self-help books, there's lots of self-help courses, there's lots of self-help uh you know, DVDs and audio and visual and YouTube and unlimited playlists. And um, when it when it came to speaking about this sort of stuff, I was initially a bit hesitant about it, um, mainly because when you look at these things out there, you know they're they're in an industry and they they sort of serve lots of different purposes uh, because people are varied at where they're at in their life. Uh, maybe they're starting out. Uh, they've got a new adventure that they want to, you know, achieve. Uh, maybe they've got no experience, and you've got other people at the other end of the scale where, you know, they've lived a, a lot in their life and they have a huge amount of experience, but s- somehow have got stuck. So you see a wide variety of people that uh, come across the path where they think, you know, I want to develop myself, and uh, they'll look at that self-help industry, and then you look at the other part, which is the community, where there's a lot of this sort of basis of, you know, geeing people up and motivating them. But the 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 hardcore principles and foundations aren't either visible or, or maybe are a little weak. And uh, I think there's something missing. And uh, when we were trying to figure out, we we're writing out some of the things that I've seen in my experience where what's the reason what's the reason that this fails? Why why is it so many people uh, get to the point where they slip up? And I narrowed it down to two things um, because it doesn't matter which part of the spectrum that you're at. It doesn't matter if you're starting out. It doesn't matter if you've got you know lifetime experience under your belt. It's, um, it's plain and simple. There's two reasons that it fails. Now, I'll preface it with, you know, in this day and age, there's lots of victimhood mentality, uh, my trauma, my stress, my struggle, yada, 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 yada. The reality is nobody cares. Nobody, when when the chips are down and, you know, the facades are down, no one cares. No one cares about your story. No one cares, you know, how much trauma it had on you. Even yourself, deep in yourself, you know that really you it doesn't matter that much to you. That's a controversial statement. But the reality is everything points to that. Because what people truly like to see is how did you endure? I'll give you an example. Take the Rocky movies. Timeless classics. What's the story that's been told? Not that he was down and he was out and that it was his traumas or his scars or his wounds. It was how hard he came back. He looked into himself and found that he had a little bit more. Imagine doing that for you. Imagine what that would be like. Imagine that you looked at yourself and you says, "Look, I'm I'm prepared to, I'm prepared to trade all of these experiences and all this trauma and all this uh, 
you know, excuses and reasons and justification. I'll trade it for a, a, a would I trade it for that potential? The potential of the better me. I've got news for you. The future you relies on you making that trade. Literally, the future version of yourself needs you to make that trade. Because if you don't, the future you isn't going to like it. And that's got spin-offs for your family, your mum and dad, your brother and sister, your kids if you've got them. Like, people are wanting you to get the best out of yourself. And you should want the best from yourself as well. So, what causes that failure to happen? Right, how can, what's the other part of, right, okay, you're down and out. You've been knocked down. Circumstances haven't been great. Uh, you've maybe played yourself into a corner, corner with the victim card. You've maybe uh, got caught up in the inaction. You've maybe beat yourself into a corner that you think you've not got any self-worth. You might have decided that you're just better not trying at all. Well, what if there was two simple things that you could institute in your life that would make a difference? What if it was that simple? What if you could measure these changes in you over a very short period of time to see if they work? What if those results were so surprising and caught you off guard that you could not believe it was that straightforward? What would you think? Because it's only two things. These two things are the things that cause people to fail when they try something. And if you can even attempt, you don't need to be 100% perfect. Even if you get half the way there, or three quarters of the way there, you're going to see such a significant difference, you're going to be shell-shocked that you can't believe it was that simple. Now here's the caveat, here's the trick, here's the, here's the small print. These are very, 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 very simple, but they're hard to do. They're hard because they require the thing that you have lapsed in before. They require the thing that the weak point in your system to fail. They require you to not do it again. They require you to stop before the failure. They require you to have the strength, the internal strength to say, hey look, going to push on. So these two things are ownership and consistency. And I'm going to tell you about each of them and why they're important. So ownership is, is that every decision that you have made in your life starts in here, starts inside your mind. And everything that you've got outside your life is a lagging indicator of what those thoughts are. Meaning that all these, if you're rich or poor, or you're in the, the, the best job in the world or the worst job in the world, or you've got the best friends or the worst friends, or you drink too much, or you, you party too hard, or you don't get to the gym, or you're out of shape, you're fat, you're thin, uh, you've got great relationships, you've got bad relationships, you've got loads of friends, you've got no friends, they're all lagging indicators of what your thoughts were. That in itself can be a difficult pill to swallow because the reality is, is you want to, you, you'll have an initial feeling which is, I want to cop out of this. It wasn't me, it was somebody else. It wasn't, it was uh, that situation or this situation or something took place and, it, you know, it wasn't me. That's your initial instinct. But look hard enough 
and you realise that there's been plenty of opportunities for you to improve. There was plenty of opportunities that you could have made a better choice and there was lots of opportunities where you maybe have seen the situation that was about to unfold and you didn't move out of the way and you just let circumstances get the better of you. That can be a difficult pill to swallow, particularly if your life isn't where you want it to be right now. That's a tricky situation. But with that acceptance that you were responsible to a, a very big degree of the outcomes of your life, there is power, and that power is knowing that if you make better choices, you're going to have a better life. That is the power. That is where the if you take the responsibility, you will gain significant power. And that power is that you now can start to forge in your mind how you want your life to be. And that can be, there's a process of doing it, and we'll keep it short for the purposes of not um, doing a homework exercise on uh the podcast if you want to find out more you'll need to join the community uh, there's a structure there's a template there is a formula that if you carry out this formula it works and we're not talking about my experience or five guys experience or you know over the last year or two years or, or ten years this formula is is over millennia if you follow this formula it's it is tried and tested and proven over thousands of years. And there is historical documentation of what that is, how it's been laid out, how it's been used, who used it, how it successfully worked for them. And a big piece of that is ownership. So take ownership. Don't like your life? Good. Change it. Don't like that you're overweight? Good. Get to the gym. Don't like that you're unhealthy? good, tidy up your diet, tidy up your habits, don't like the, you feel that you've not got any confidence, good, do something that makes you feel more confident, let's go and find out what that is. A bit like when you go to the fairground and you go into these huge amusement parks and you, there's all this stuff everywhere and you don't know where you are, well imagine that's like your life and this is like all the possibilities, you need to take stock of where you are and you need to go, you are here, that little dot on the map is where you're at. And if you want to go to the new place or, you know, the great ride or that might be, you know, for you, it might be start a business. It might be um, feel more confident. It might be getting good shape. Well, you need to plot a route to that, and but you need to take stock of where you're at at the moment. And when you take stock of where you're at, you need to take extreme ownership. And that ownership is that, right, look, where am I at? What decisions have I taken to get here? And... Am I ready to take full responsibility for them? When you do that, here comes a good bit. You can now have full control of the future decisions that you make and you can plot a path to a better version of yourself or you can plot a path to the the part of the fairground that you'd like to go to. So that fairground's life and that part that you want to go to is maybe the place that you would feel happier if you got there. So let's plot a route. And that's why ownership is extremely important. Um, one of the great books that I've read is uh, Jocko Willink's Extreme Ownership and there's not a higher stakes game out there. This higher stakes game, he talks about extreme ownership, situations that were life and death, situations that um, you know could mean uh, the end of someone's life, uh, whether an objective was hit, a mission was achieved. There is no higher stakes. So let's, let's not beat around the bush. Our lives don't require 
the same level of uh, life or death decisions, but it is your life. And if you can take a framework that's worked in life or death, extreme mission-orientated situations where literally someone's life is on the line, and you can apply that same principle that's been known for millennia, and you apply it here, I think you'll like the results. So that's ownership. Consistency. Oh, the dirty word, consistency. Now, consistency is one of the things, if I think of myself, one of the biggest uh, shocks that I had was I thought I was a lot more consistent than I was. And when I started to employ consistency, I read a book called Atomic Habits by James Clear. And Atomic Habits it explained the habitual processes of our behaviours and what leads us to get good results or in a lot of cases, uh, undesirable results. And through that, reading that book and understanding the principles that was within that, uh, the, those pages, James Clear has essentially written a book that's based on principles that have been known for decades. He even says it himself, he says all this stuff that's in here is his interpretation or his amalgamation of all that useful information. And it was packaged up in such a way that it was uh, short, concise, to the point, and I thought it was a great book. And in that in part of that book, he talks about consistency. And he says that uh, the greatest um, failure point for anyone is how consistent they are. So if you imagine that your life is a lagging, uh, what happens outside is a lagging indicator of what happens inside your mind. It's a lagging result, meaning that if you think about, like you'll give you an example, if you uh, go and have fast food one day, then you're not going to put on, you know, two stone in body weight. So that decision that day isn't really that make going to make that much of a difference. But if you have takeaway every day for 365 days a year, you might have you might have put on two stone of fat. So that is a lag that is a, what you make the decision inside. And initially it doesn't really uh you know have have too much uh, harm or it's not visible. But if you do that over and over and over again for a prolonged period of time, you're going to get the the lagging um, result, which is that thought process, hey, it's okay to eat something like this, and I do it often enough, and then you do it for long enough, you see how habits and consistency can can cause havoc. That on that spun on its head, if you consistently make a better choice, that consistency might not show up today. Like, for instance, say that you want to get more muscular. You can go down the gym. You can lift some weights. Uh, you can work really, really hard. You can spend an hour or two busting your gut and you can feel exhausted. And you can go home. You look at yourself in the mirror. You're exactly who you were before you went training. And you might decide, hey, look, that was, that was pointless because I haven't really changed. But if you'd done that for 365 days a year, what do you think your results would be then? And that's the knife edge of consistency. If you if you can keep up making really good decisions, you will consistently get better. And that is the part that most people slip up on. And here's the thing, here's where the two of them marry up. If you have consistency or lack of consistency, you then tend to let your ownership slip and then you want to blame it was my work. I didn't have enough time. The kids were sick. Uh, it was too cold. You know, I wasn't in the mood. I didn't have motivation. You're just not taking ownership. You could have done something about it, and you didn't. And that's fact. And if you if you you can argue the toss, 
it doesn't matter. You didn't take action. You didn't take ownership. And everyone is quite happy to own the result when it goes well, but they're not happy to own the result when it goes sideways. And we'll touch on this. Um, you'll see a future episode where I'll speak about what to do when things go uh, sideways. So when something goes disastrously wrong, how we'll handle it and uh, keep, tune, keep uh, tuned in for the episode and how we handle this. And one of the reasons that I make that point is, is that it's all, everyone can take the glory when it goes well. You're in shape, you look good, you got that promotion, that business is going well. It's easy to lap up the attention. But what when it when it goes wrong, are you taking ownership when it goes uh, doesn't go the way that you planned? And very, very, very rarely have I seen anyone that's been extremely consistent and it's it's not went to plan. Now, there is times it's happened, I'm sure, but the number of times that someone's been inconsistent and it's not went well is significantly higher than the amount of times that someone's been extremely consistent and uh, they haven't got the result. So it tells you a lot about how the formula goes together and that if you can if you can find a process and there is a process, there's a way of doing this. If you can find the process where you can make sure you're consistent and you have a process that makes sure that you're taking complete ownership and you put them two together, you are going to have a superpower. But I've seen it literally happen in the space of 30 days. In fact, I've, I've seen people completely turn their lives around in 90 days. Like, so it doesn't need to be that long. Like, you know, like, for instance, if you went to the gym, you put on, you you put the training in, maybe a year before you, you know, you can see, you know, tangible results. Could be that long. But I mean, we're talking 90 days, three months. You can, you, you can significantly make a difference. Those changes and results are visible in its quickest form in about 21 days. So even if you think you can't last a year, maybe 90 days is about worth your reach I bet you could definitely do a month and I'm also almost sure anybody even the most inconsistent and the, the ones that lack ownership could probably muster 21 days if they put their mind to it now here's that here's the the thing if you stick to it and if you take ownership you're going to see magical things happen the question is, can you step up to the plate? Because guess what? If this works, the credit is yours. If this doesn't work, the credit is yours. It's always you. So if you don't like the way your life is and you want to change it, good. If you think that you've got more inside you, good. If you want to squeeze a little bit more out of there, good. There is a formula and it works. Now here's the thing about the principles of self-help and all the self-help industry, there's a lot of unbelievably powerful principles that are in there, but they're difficult to keep hitting the, the, the motivation button all the time. And it's something that people need developed. That's why a lot of people end up buying more and more books or going to more seminars or attending more and more courses is that they need that constant sort of hit, whereas you know, people are getting pushed, they feel that they're around the right type of people, the energy's high, I think that's what they need, uh, That that's what's missing, and then you look at the community part, they're very good at keeping the, the message alive, but the principles aren't in, you know, 
bedded in really strong foundations. If we can take the two and show you the formula of how it works, you're just going to unlock that potential inside you. And you're just you you won't even need to say, oh, you're just these excuses and justification and all that. You're just going to see them melt away. You're just not going to have there's any space or room for that you know inner voice in your head that's saying you can't do it or you shouldn't do it or you don't have confidence they will just melt away and they'll melt away because you took ownership you took charge you were the one that stuck in when it was all going against you and you wanted to quit you hung tough and you got there and you were consistent you deserved the results and the results were all you so the formula is there Stand by for the community. It's getting built as we speak. It's exciting times because I'll be able to show you real life examples. We've got people coming on the podcast. We'll be able to, they'll be able to tell you the story of their experiences with this. And if there's a bit of you out there that th that's got more potential out there that you want to go and squeeze that out, this is for you. See if you aren't going to be consistent. See if you aren't ready to take ownership. There's nothing for you here. Nothing. See one day when you feel like you you want to step up to the plate and you're prepared to take those two things on, you come right in. So from me, that is all in this week's episode of Conversations with an Investor. We're on all the usual places, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok and Twitter at Conversations with an Investor. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this episode, the thoughts on what you'd like to see in the community. If you've got anything that you'd like to send me directly and privately, uh, you can contact me on my website at cwipodcast.com and uh, you can email in at hello at cwipodcast.com as well. And uh, for me this week, that's a wrap.